0: Seth has a haircut and is in a hoodie for the first time in only Weird Games history. Nate Taylor is in Minneapolis next to a large plant. I don't want to overpromise, but this was a weird game, and I think we might have a weird show.
1: You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Only Weird Games, formerly known as Time's Ours. It's starting to happen now where people
0: completely unaware of this show say things like, yeah, what a weird game, and I can't stop myself from just sort of like jolting into action uh, but that's what it was in Minnesota yesterday, as the Chiefs did go up north, as did uh, Seth
1: and Nate. Actually, Seth, did you go south, technically, to get to the game? I, I headed way south. People underestimate how far north I am. I'm like a three and a half hour drive south to get to Minneapolis. It's you're the chief in the north because there's no one else up there,
0: which I think is really admirable of you to stick to the branding. Uh, and Nate, you got you did go north along with the yes. Chiefs to uh, yes. th- to be there for the festivities. Uh, again, as people say, weird game for the Chiefs. Not surprising, but a ton to talk about. Uh, as long mm-hmm. as everybody's ankles are feeling good, we got good ankles, good feet, everybody—at least the, like a usual baseline level.
2: Just don't overstep. Uh, would would be the message that I would send to everybody. It's, um, it's it's quite honestly like you know I saw uh, our good friend, colleague, uh, I believe Alec Lewis, yes. uh, who covers the Minnesota Vikings and we both looked at one another and said this won't be a normal game. No. <laughs> why, why why would it? It's it's the Vikings who I guess their normalcy is one score games and the Chiefs is yeah, you you could kind of expect a few things but no, it'll it'll be something that'll surprise you. So in a uh in a, you know, nicely wrapped up weird game in an incredible atmosphere i i wonder what it was like for seth but you know to travel to so many different stadiums and to be in u.s bank for the first time on a just absolute picturesque gorgeous fall day like the first time all year where it felt like fall and football together that's um, what happens when you come to minnesota in october my friend yeah
1: it's like whoa that's that Thinking that uh that, yeah. that, that cooler air. That that starts here about the first week of September. And so but but it
2: can't it, it usually stops it in the breeze. first in the first week of November. It's not it's not November yet. Like people are still happy to be outside. Uh they had the doors open. Um they had the doors open uh for the stadium. Um so we had a nice cool breeze. Um as I said on Twitter the pre-game presentation couldn't be better. I mean, the fake snow, the skull chants, the... Skull chant
1: is cool. Like, the it's... skull chant is fun. They do a really... Oh. like I've never seen it in its, like, entirety. So mm-hmm. they have got, like, a dude who's really intense about it and does a great job with it <laughs> with two <laughs> giant drum-beating things. Yes. And he just, like, Drumsticks. They Yes. yes. up and... <laughs> Sure. Now you eat drumsticks, Nate. Come on, no, and so he like he's holding it up, just super intense, like hold and just, oh, du, boom, boom yes, and he just waits. It's boom, boom. It's 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 fun
2: it's, and it's it, 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 it's yeah. intoxicating. Yes, and it makes you kind of want to become a Vikings fan, you know, because other teams have similar type. Uh, Call and response, you know, from their fan base, and it's just not as cool. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I just—I got to be honest. It's just not. It's also not like one of those hunky dory, you know, where the Miami Dolphins song, where you're just like they play this after every touchdown. It's the most terrible. The
0: ball from goal to goal, the greatest. Ever, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's that's just also. Like a, a... There's also a charm to that.
2: No, no, there isn't. uh No, it's 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 bad. Don Shula's not the coaching. Nice. don't we don't need the song. I think they deserve to have um, it back now. I think this year should, it should have been the first year it was back after a long, quiet retirement. Yes. I'll offer that. Sure. Uh, but you're right, Kenneth. Uh, weird is the new normal um, to where the Chiefs did trail. So unlike the Jets game where they never trailed, but you never felt comfortable, at least the Chiefs trailed in this game for less than 2 minutes. Hmm. And yet they were technically a Travis Kelsey on a sprained ankle trying to catch or block a Hail Mary away <laughs> from going to overtime or losing was, if, was if so Kevin O'Connell if Kevin O'Connell uh wanted to uh go for two had they had they pulled off the miraculous uh Hell Mary, but yeah, like, all of a sudden, we're, obviously, we're watching from the press box. I don't know if you saw it, Seth, but it's just like, okay, so they're going to push the guys back. Makes sense, right? You know, I'm ass- I'm assuming Spags is still going to do a five-man pressure. Of course he does. Yeah. And it's like, is that is
3: that Travis Kelsey down?
2: Like, yeah. it's going to say one defensive snap on his pro football focus page this year. And he did... None he just didn't need to be there. He just stood there. Yeah, that was that was.
1: I had a lot of so for one, lots of red at yeah. U.S. Stadium, which was one thing that was interesting. So I I, I talked to a few cheese fans that have traveled quite a bit, and they said most people in most places are are pretty okay, except for rivals, which you expect. But there so was. Just, I'm sorry to interrupt, but
0: Tucker just said in the private chat. LC has never allowed a touchdown and Gronk has checkmate losers. Nice.
2: Incredible. Jesus. Incredible. When when you,
1: when Incredible you get, exclamation point. When you get to the point that you're picking nits for Hall for greatest of all time, you gotta each of them has some good arguments. So you just grab whatever. Whatever. I'm
2: sorry. You get. My uh, tight end would have uh, taken the right route on Kendrick yeah.
4: Drake. Okay. Yeah, my, he would have taken my, the right hand.
2: They didn't even bother, which
1: is shout out to Mike Dana on a day where the pass other than uh, Chris Jones wasn't getting home, other than one snap, where after that snap, I turned to the Vikings fan next to me and I said, you will not see Chris Jones blocked by one dude the rest of the night. And you did not. They were like, they were like, okay, we thought we would like, you know, try it out. We thought we'd shift our protections a little bit to mix things up so they don't know what's coming. Um, but that failed badly because he sacked Kirk Cousins within like 0. 0.75 seconds. That was like a 1.75 second snap like sack. That hardly ever happens. It was just like, oh, this dude can't block me. And so anyway, it was a it was lots of red. And it was also like even more so than at Arrowhead when the Vikings came there. Maybe, maybe this is the last time I experienced this friendly a crowd together. The number of times I heard or said, oh, while people <laughs> were watching. And that's just, you know, lots this of was This was the West. soaper bowl, actually. Yeah, this is the soaper bowl. And it was just, the problem is it actually made, once it got more crowded in the concourse, it actually made it harder to get around because everyone was too polite to like, so because you always need like one person to start just kind of pushing their way through and then the trails start again. If
0: you <laughs> need somebody, you need someone to be the the, the, the full yeah. back
1: of, oh, God, let me just squeeze my past. Yeah, let me that's squeeze right need. by you there. And I mean, the number of times I said or was told that, and let me squeeze right by you there. Right? Oh, sorry about that. I mean, just like, that's how it went. I will say, I think that affected Chiefs fans, especially early because- Early in the game, outside of the anthem, which I'll get to that in a minute, because I made someone next to me jump. Um, not everyone knows that Chiefs fans do that at the end of the anthem, and that was really funny. But anyway, the Chiefs fans like initially just weren't that loud when the Chiefs were on defense. Now that changed late in the game; like they they made their presence felt pretty well. Shout out to you, Chiefs Kingdom. But it kind of almost felt rude because everyone was being so nice. And I'm like, oh, everyone around me is being quiet. I can't, because I was in a section where there weren't actually a ton of Chiefs fans around me. Like one section over from me, there were a ton of Chiefs fans. And it kind of worked that way throughout the stadium. So I'm like, I don't know. Now nah, I'm going to yell, but I'm going to look obnoxious. So I got a lot of looks. I ended up making a lot of friends in my section because I started yelling like on the, um, and I'm getting out of order here and I know, but I figured I'd just throw a few things out there. Um, during the the penalty drive where the refs scored a touchdown for the Vikings, but, you know, even though the refs the refs who are they are really bad at at this whole being bought it and paid for by the Chiefs thing, guys, because even Vikings fans around me were like, okay, that's a lot of flags, guys. Like, how many of these can we really do on the Chiefs consecutively to get them down the field? So I just started yelling, and you know, because it's quiet, because the 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 Vikings are on offense, and my voice it carries not right now, but then it carries. And so I I just yelled out, "Hey, refs, throw another flag! We're all here to see you, man! Let's get on with this show! Let's see a little more of those flag throwing. Well, that's what I'm here to see!" And like people were laughing and kind of looked at me, and I was being obnoxious about it. And then they threw another flag on the Chiefs because this was like five in a row or whatever it was. And it was just silence. And it's my, one of my favorite lines to do. So I just waited till it was like dead quiet around me and just screamed as loud as I could. I respectfully disagree. And I brought the house down. It was great. I'll do anything to get a laugh. And so Vikings fans were very nice. Home um, of the Chiefs is so fun at Arrowhead. Like, it's one of my favorite things Like I get excited about every time. It hits different on the road. Mm.
2: Like, it's like goosebuck beyond the road because... Especially when it's Patrick Mahomes' first time playing in that stadium as the defending champions. Um, When, you know, the U.S. Bank hosted the 2017 Super Bowl, guys, before Patrick Mahomes was a Starting quarterback. uh So, yeah, like it's not just like in Denver or in LA or in an AFC, you know, sort of territory to do, you know. Yeah. What was it like, Seth, for people to be like, oh, what a. And by the way, obviously, much of the Vikings presentation between, you know, during stoppage in the game was an honor of cancer survivors. Yeah. That was cool. And so we're going to have this lovely lady who is a cancer survivor. Sing us the national anthem to get everybody emotionally wretched before we get emotionally It's like they, they, they actually
1: had football. us watch an episode of This Is Us right before. Yes. Too, <laughs> Pretty just much. to like really make sure
2: everyone was in the right emotional headspace. Remember um, guys, she almost died of cancer. Now go ahead and sing that national anthem, young lady. Go ahead. Yeah. So and cute. talk about like how
1: important the country played in helping you, and how much yes. the military helped you. And like I, the, I would have, I, I tried to enlist, and they were like, "Dude, you're 38, overweight, and have bad knees." I was like, "Okay, fair enough, never mind." But but she was in a purple
2: Vikings jersey, the Vikings, and chemotherapy, and the medical advances in this world. Those are the reasons she was on that field singing the national anthem. And then she gets to the most crescendo moments of American liberty. And sorry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. No. what?
1: In, They're not the home team. No, that was so there was a, a dude next to me with his family who was really nice guy. We we chatted a little as the game went around. Like, cause I kind of like, I let him know early on, like, dude, my, my dad loves the cheat are the Vikings. And so if I say something sympathetic to you, I'm not being sarcastic. I really mean it. Like when they used that last time out, I was like, Hey, cause he was sitting there just, and I looked at him. I was like, buddy, I don't know what he's thinking. He's like, no, no, I don't know. I don't know Whatever. And he's just so upset. And I was like, to myself, I was like, that's like a potential game coster there. And so we were talking about it, and then I it mean, turns out. I mean, that's, those are the things you don't want to have happen, but like, so home of the chiefs, you can actually, and maybe I'm just making this up in my head, but I don't think I am. You can see the players react a little. You can see them kind of start looking around a little bit and you can hear, and everyone, everyone sings along with the anthem a little bit, especially that was a pretty emotional anthem, but you can hear Chiefs fans starting to rev up for it. Cause you can, you can hear more no. people oh. and the, <laughs> home of the... and so the dude next to me jumped. Cause he didn't know I was going to do that. And apparently that happened could to a few you, people. Could you possibly know? It? Yeah. 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 Why would you that? expect that? When I once brought, um, my friends, uh, Isaac and Joe who, who live in the Kansas City area and never been to a chief's game. uh oh, most wonderful people on earth. Shout out to Isaac and Joe. They didn't know that either. Like they, 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 they like the Chiefs just fine, but they're not hardcore football people. And it just so at Arrowhead especially, it just scared the daylights out of Joe. She is just, oh, you yeah, know, I didn't know they did that, and so that was fun. But you can see the players react, and I've I've heard the players quoted like they listened for that on the road. Like although I don't think they needed to hear Chiefs to know Chiefs Kingdom was there. That's the one disadvantage for purple chairs when the visiting team wears red. Like they were everywhere and they got, they got pretty loud at the, at the end, like when it came down to it, but shout out to Vikings fans. It was real loud in there, even with not as many, but like, it wasn't like Arrowhead was in 19. It wasn't like a 50, 50 split it was probably like 33% cheese fans, maybe cranking 40%, but it, it was, it was, it was awesome. Um, my voice is shot. Um, but I mean, and so, so I and so I have some Vikings fans' perspectives on things that we undoubtedly will be talking about. Um, but I mean, like that's I've, so I was able, to, like, in real time, see certain things. Like I saw Travis go down, and I was like, "Oh man, that stinks!" But the next post started, and Jazz leans in. She goes, "Travis Kelsey just chucked his helmet, and is like, people are helping him walk away." I was like, "What?" And so when I when I broke the news, which I'm sure I tweeted like two minutes after everyone else. Like, that was actually Jazz Kaiser breaking news. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, she wore a shirt that said Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Minnesota Cheese fan on the back. And, Ma- by the way, you can't believe you made her wear that. Made yeah. major year, right? I mean, just... She your- surprised me. That was so nice. It was really sweet. Um, I wore a Jamal Charles jersey. I'm not really a jersey guy. But I was like... Like, even Vikings fans are like, oh, I can't be mad at a Jamal Charles jersey. I'm like, no, you can't. Because he belongs in the Hall of Fame. And, like, you know... Um, but I will shout out the cheese kingdom. I, I, I would, I would run out of names of the number of people I met yesterday. I have not been, I've been to Arrowhead and haven't had that many people come up and say hi like ever. And it was awesome because we didn't even make it out of the parking lot. So I was with my big sister, Hope and her husband, Lauren, just wonderful people. And our friends, John and Amber who were just great people. And Hope was like kind of talking me up on the way there. It's like, you know, you know, Seth like does some stuff and they're like, Oh, that's nice. You have a podcast. And you can see them like, yeah, most people do, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, and you could like just see it. And I'm like, I'm like, so in me, I'm like, yeah, it really isn't that big a deal. You know, I write about the cheese and i used to work for the athletic and whatever. And we didn't even make it out of the parking lot where this guy comes like, Are you Seth Kaiser? Oh my goodness, man. It's so, you know, and like whatever. And he's like, can I, can I please get a picture with you? And I was just, I was hamming it up. It was great. But shout out to him and shout out. I'm sorry. I warned people in advance. I don't do names. I try. I ask people's names. I I I try to remember them.
0: Hi, I'm just going to call I'm a big vibes guy. I'm
1: a a big vibes. I'm a big vibes. I just keep my name here. I don't remember. (laughs) I call my kids by the wrong names. Like, you know, like one
2: five, you know, whatever. But I'm more about I the did. experience, less of your name. Okay, names are <laughs> really just labels. Do... Yeah, I I, that's exactly do... what I was to say. Like, I don't do labels. Okay, I. We are all human beings, and it's about the shared experience of you praising me for my analysis <laughs> and podcast abilities. And this is I not. I don't do names. I don't do <laughs> names. But you somehow shouted me out from across the parking lot. And I can't be more thankful for your for your acknowledging of my of my of my lovely presence.
1: I, we we took a picture together. It was a magical moment. I'm hanging on to the vibes. And nice so, to meet you, Chief. I, I just like <laughs> I and so I. <laughs> hey, you, my my you. Oh, that's right. all right. Well, that's why I always tell people like, look, if I've met you before and I don't remember, try to jog my memory. I'm sorry, I'm I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out. I, my goodness, head man. my head is filled with the rationalizations to successfully get a Blakely motion granted and Jamal Charles yards per carry in 2010. I am filled with things. I, I'm not smart enough to do the things I do. And so I'm full. I'm maxed out. One time when Jazz told me kind of a longer story than I thought it needed to be, I told her, Babe, I just need you to know that because of that story, I no longer have the memory of Isabel's birth. I just <laughs> it's gone. It's gone because I'm maxed out. And you made me push that aside. You guys aren't going to believe this. She did not think that was very funny.
0: Hey, Seth, asking for a friend, have you figured out how to tactfully tell your wife when her story's running a
1: little long? I have not. But thank you for asking. I have no. I do use, I got a buddy, Wes, who who his line is always, that's a lot of information. (laughs) It's a lot of information. And here's the deal: I do it to her all the time, so I don't care if she busts He's my chop. coming out of my eyes. That yeah. wasn't supposed to happen. So I'm thinking what's gonna happen? She to hear this, yeah. And so my friend's wife hears this. Anyway, that's like the in-person experience. It's always so great, but it's just funny. You forget every time when you're not really online because you're not as much when you're live, and you're not having the broadcast tell you things. Like it's just it. Football moves so much faster in person. I, I know that might sound weird because you're, you're, it's the same amount of time going by, but you're not being spoon fed all this information. And so like, I, it was just, it was just a really, really interesting experience, but shout out to, to Vikings fans. They were all super nice, super welcoming, so much trying to just be, to just get along and maybe take a break every now and then, uh, from, from fans being upset with one another. And breaks are important. And I'd like to talk about that for a lot longer. You know, Seth finally started reading the chat.
0: (laughs) Seth, Seth, for the first time in 10 minutes, looked at the chat and went, oh, that guy said we need a break soon. That was seven minutes ago. You know what? Hey, Josh, you want to take a break? And I do. And your stories have been invaluable. And I hope people have enjoyed them. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to know what both, you, you alluded to it, Seth, which is sort of curious. I want to know what your vantage point was like and how you were doing as a human being when Travis Kelsey went down and in the following uh, events. But we'll do that right after this.
3: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're brought to you today by Manscaped, who has taken a step up from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil or trouble, Manscaped, is all-new Handyman, is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the Handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treats this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use code KCSN for 20% off, plus free shipping. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. There's no trick with this treat. Manscaped has you covered. Get 20% off and free shipping with code KCSN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code KCSN. For a look as sweet as candy, get yourself the handyman from Manscaped.
0: Now, I know what we're all thinking, which is, man, Seth's been talking a lot. And <laughs> we are all we all agree. We all are on the same page. Go ahead, Seth. What else do you need to say? Did you see the comment
1: from Kenneth Young?
2: No. Yes.
1: I provided <laughs> a lot of information. You just said that's a lot of information, no, Seth. I'm genuinely done. I was just joking it around because I see poor Tucker like, hey, let's take a break a little bit. And then like six minutes later, please break, guys. <laughs> really and so you could crazy. hear us breaking his spirit in the text. That's the only thing that got broke there was his spirit. Uh, no, but
0: I, I I, do, I at the risk of it being a lot of uninterrupted Seth, um, I do kind of want you to go first, Seth, because you were unplugged compared to Nate in the press box, Sure, and Nate got to go through the entire process of what happened after, and spoiler, as written in the theathletic.com, speaking with Travis Kelsey, so I want Nate to kind of bring this home, but... Yes. What what did you? What happened to you emotionally
1: when you caught what was happening there, Seth? I sat down, and was just like, and I just started running through my mind like, what the Chiefs can do without Travis Kelsey with the way the game had looked so far. I was I, so what I always try to do. You, you you do the first thing first, and so you try not to worry about you know, oh, there goes the season like that. It's like, no, no, we don't know that, whatever. But like my assumption with the way he went down Mm -hmm. was I think the same assumption everyone had was he just tore his Achilles. And that was my assumption with the non-contact with the way he planted and the way it went down. And so I'm not watching the replay on TV over and over again, you know, watching his calf to see if, you know, something snapped back. Cause, and I'm just like, you know, just like, I am just freaking out. Because, and I was trying so hard not to think about, but of course I started to, not just the game, but the season. And then also like, there's still so much, like he, he he has, he's already built a walk-in first ballot Hall of Fame resume. But like, this man's pushing for goat status and like to be in the conversation for best offensive weapons in history and all these things. And I was just like, and it's all going to go away. And so then I immediately, like, as soon as I felt something resembling emotion start, I immediately slammed into, okay, well, you know what? This might force Andy's hand in terms of trying to get up another playmaker. And so I just immediately, boom, just completely, I took, it's the, the, I saw it on a show. Once you get to take that emotion and then you push it down. Exactly then it right the comes back, community. you push it down some more and eventually you condense it into such a tiny space that you can kind of lock it away and then it's gone for at least 60 years. And I don't plan on living to be <laughs> wow. 98, man. Wow. Okay. It's just, it's, it's
0: very... Uh, Adam on, on YouTube says, I was mentally preparing oh. for Swifties to get all turf fields banned. Hey guys, that might happen. The, the, if, the entire if Taylor NFL Swift gets involved. Whoo. The entire NFLPA couldn't get it done. An army of Swifties, I actually think kind of might I will never underestimate them, and that's a hilarious note. What about you, Nate, from the press box? And then you can take us all the way through post-game, specifically following the, the arc of, of Travis Kelsey's but knee, ultimately ankle, as was originally uh, diagnosed.
2: Yeah, so it's, um, you know, when you see a player go down when he's trying to change directions and obviously plant hard to get upfield, um, yeah, Achilles kind of goes through your mind. Um, you know, I think from where i've been positioned for much of this team's run it's like is that one of the is that one of the more pivotal points not just of the season but like of an era right the idea that um i'm gonna inform people um in a minute just how close he is but we've i think i think yesterday confirmed to me that And I wrote this in The Athletic, and you have to be reasonable about this stuff. And again, you're asked to project not just about this season, but obviously years in the future and where the franchise is right now, again, as defending champs. Um, But before the season began, they asked every beat reporter at The Athletic, I believe, like, what's one bold statement for this season that um, is bold because maybe people aren't considering it or it goes against what? you know, inherent narratives are. Um, And just, Hey, you're there every day. So provide a level of expertise that our subscribers should find valuable. And I wrote, this was in July. And I wrote that we are approaching the last great year of Travis Kelsey. And I know people didn't want to necessarily hear it at the time. I remember there are some people in the comment section who were like, are we like, That seems too bold, Nate. Um, I want to remind people that Travis Kelsey is the same exact days as Rob Gronkowski, who is no longer in the league. Unless your name is Tony Gonzalez, this is usually the last truly epic, truly memorable, great, historic, however you want to sort of describe it. Um, but that was my thoughts before training camp had started was just like, this is probably his last great season where you can just plug him in thousand yards, a lot of touchdowns, super duper productive, a game changing player who alters the, who alters the outcomes of wins and losses. And we have fully arrived because he's fighting father time. And I feel like both opponents are worthy adversaries because what Kelsey did yesterday was, and I know guys, I know, I know y'all don't want to hear it, um, but this is 11 seasons. Um, But what he did yesterday was truly remarkable and impressive and absolutely necessary uh, because I think he brings a level of uh, not just connectivity to Patrick Mahomes, but he brings a level of, inspiration, chemistry, and just overall psychological advantage to the team, right? Same thing with Chris Jones. Obviously, the Chiefs can always walk out. And I think this is a real thing that people don't consider, especially when you talk to former players. The Chiefs go into every game believing they can win. Sure. The Denver Broncos do not do this. The Carolina Panthers cannot do this. The Atlanta Falcons thought they were going to fight their quarterback four days ago or the coaching staff for keeping him as the quarterback and good for Desmond Rillard, Uh Desmond Riddler responded but ultimately not every team can do that and that is such an advantage Um, when you're like we have that guy that guy and this guy and we're gonna win today regardless of the opponent regardless of the circumstances so ultimately you think well, he's done for this game and he might be done for the season. But a couple minutes later, you see him walk to the locker room on his own, and you're like, okay, maybe he's done for today, but like this could be a lingering thing that carries on for a few weeks, right? Obviously, they play Thursday against the Denver Broncos, who's to know if he's gonna be out there. Uh, Seth informed me, and I saw his tweet <laughs> from his section. As I was coming back to my computer, coming back to my seat, and unbeholdens to me, there's Travis Kelsey, yep, jogging on the sideline, or just and, yep, and and again, I cannot stress for you, he played better once he was hurt. That was one of the main things I wanted to write in the athletic is like his level of performance did not dip; he actually increased his level of performance once he was hurt. And there are very few people on earth who can do that. And it's just, it's absurd that, like, for one drive, he carried them down the field. And that ultimately became the game-winning touchdown. So he proves yet again to Josh's point that, hey, perhaps he is perhaps the greatest tight end of all time. Josh, is it time for me to tell everybody how the sausage is made.
0: Yes. Uh, Seth, this is probably the clip they're going to tweet out for social, so go ahead and try to get your posture if you need to do anything for your hair or whatever. Um, <laughs> Tucker t- Tucker, will clip this one. I'm going to go mute my mic just so we got to... Cle- <laughs> that, if you could hold that for a minute or two,
2: Seth, I think this might go viral. I'll do it with you. I'll go. I'll join. So I, I just want to... I'm just going to put some, a few facts out. Last year, they lost to the Buffalo Bron... Oh, excuse me. They lost to the Buffalo Bills and. In- I walked out of the locker room with Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. And so it was just me and him. I got his perspective. Hey, when we're up with the ball in the fourth quarter, put the law, lo- hey, write it down, put the loss on us. And it's like, okay. And why do you believe that? And we went church, we went chapter and verse on it, right? Uh they lose to the Cincinnati Bengals last year. And I go up to Travis and I say, hey, man, you want to talk? Because, of course, he knows. Kind of lost because you fumbled. Because yet again, you had the lead and the ball. Kelsey goes, nope, and walks right by me. (laughs) (laughs) And so what I wrote in The Athletic that night was Travis Kelsey, in a very creative manner, declined to comment. (laughs) I said something to that nature, right? Uh, I made it very clear. I I tried to make it very clear to the reader. I tried, guys. I tried. And he shook me off. Now, again, we've known each other for quite a bit of time. Multiple people went to Travis yesterday. And he was in the corner of the locker room. And he said, nope. 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 I mean, he was just spiking requests. Mm -hmm. And... To be fair, the Chiefs have a policy. If a player is hurt, they don't coach Andy Reid per his, you know, prerogative. Usually doesn't want injured players to talk. But Kelsey played and he finished the game. So we're in that gray area, ladies and gentlemen. Kelsey says no. Uh, Anybody who had a television camera uh, got a flat out no. And then he saw me. And then I saw that he saw B, and he doesn't have a shirt on. Uh, also, one thing you notice, if any of the players talk after the game, uh, they're asked to put some shirt on so that they're not bare chests in front of a TV camera. Um, it's it's like a league policy thing. It's one of those few things that you watch when you see, like, a Sports Center clip of somebody in the locker room. They usually have a shirt on. Um, so, Kelsey knows the rules, obviously, and his chest is B. <laughs> but i don't have a camera i'm gonna put i'm gonna put everything away i'm gonna just say hey got a few minutes no nah, man I, I gotta get this thing checked out and to his point yes he needed to get it checked out i understand that the training room is right over there she also know what i am i'm a DB and i'm gonna try to get in the way as best i can so I that you're things cuz you got a short memory which also applies here also, of course, yeah, but it's one of those things where you're trying to be human, but you're also trying to be professional. You're trying to be considerate, but you also have a job to do, and he just played one of the more memorable games in his career when you're going to look at it, especially towards the second half to Twilight years. Um, I just said, hey, man, that I don't know how you did that. And to his credit, all right, now we can talk. And uh, yeah, so it's just a few minutes. Everything that I gathered from him is in the athletic. Um, he was pretty confident that he's going to play Thursday against the Denver Broncos, even though, in an estimated injury report today, had the team actually practiced, uh, the team said he would not have been on the practice fields. Um, dude's taking nothing but mental reps this
1: week. They're going to list him as a limited participant, and he's going to take like two reps. <laughs>
2: that'd be. Um. <laughs> no, Nate said nothing about the leaks policy on pants. Chest up, guys. Chest up. Don't no full body shots in this locker room, okay? Uh, but but yes. Put, can, you, can you? I I love it when like an NFL official comes. Can you, can you, can you
4: put a shirt on?
2: We're, the we're outside of the the the, the
0: social uh video clip now so I'm going to go ahead and Is ask a question shirt? I was going to ask earlier. Sure. Is that a league policy or a team policy? I've only been in one locker room for a of an NFL teams, it's but I've seen a, of a lot of policy. videos of other team players doing their, you know, bare With chest, chest out.
2: Yeah. The the league would prefer you to take Okay. That's good to no, know. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah.
1: Take but, this league
2: I thought we were there, guys. I thought I, you know, I I, I thought I, I thought I baited him into it. Um, (laughs) So as I explained uh, to Holly, my wife last night, on the walk back from the stadium, uh, he's putting on his chains, he's finding, he's like rummaging uh, through his uh, toiletry bag, and then him and I both, four sprays of cologne. And I'm just in it. <laughs> so, at this point, it's like okay, reporting I should, man is yeah reporting really hard. Uh, I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm going to the club, but clearly this man is showered, and he, he you know he puts cologne before the attire, before the shirt comes on. Again, this is a level of reporting that mm, you might not want, but this is what happened in its entirety. Four sprays of cologne me right beside him um and then he just dis he hits the dismount perfectly and i said well you know it's the shortest turnaround and like man i don't know how you just did that so how are you gonna do this like if you're if you're sure. and he looks me right he looks you right in the eye with that freaking mustache <laughs> so you can't take him seriously <laughs> but he is he's clearly trying to get it through to me that like mate i've done i've done this is all i do I do crazy things for a living on a football field Nate how could you be surprised yet again this is what I do and to be fair I'm like yeah I have seen you do a lot of things but he says I know what I gotta do I gotta accept the challenge baby and I just I just I just laugh and I just go get out of here <laughs> and so he he's in his slides and he's uh I mean gingerly walking to the training room um but it was one of those moments that sort of, you know, um, is remindful of like, I've been there a while, I've covered a team for a long time, I've seen Kelsey um, sort of reach, you know, the heights of the league. I think you could argue he's the most popular non-quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, I argued
0: this morning that he's the most famous player in football. Famous that, that, and popular that, could be different things, but... I think he might have more name recognition
2: right now than Patrick. That's that's a wild thing. It's a Uh, wild thing. But yeah, the the idea of. uh, Us obviously having some rapport um, and Kelsey being fun natured in it and for him to, you know. Whenever the time is whenever it's appropriate, he understands when I. I think he understands I have decent judgment on these things, whatever it's appropriate. um, You know, he will share (laughs) as much as he can, even though he didn't want to like, you know, he's, he's walking a a fine line of like, it's clear all the receivers are making fun of me right now. All of them, (laughs) Because Marquez valdez Scantlin thought I tore my Achilles. (laughs) And as I wrote in the story, Sky Moore is joking that, I made the game more interesting because I somehow found a way to injure myself in front of everybody. (laughs) So he's walking this fine line of like, yeah, that's a Hall of Fame player doing a Hall of Fame, as I wrote, a pretty, you know, in the context of the sport, in the context of, you know, what they're trying to achieve. He did a very heroic thing uh, yesterday. He had a very heroic performance. And so he's walking the, the, the thin line of like, I can understand why you want to talk to me, Nate. But also, like, I'm trying to be about the team right now. And my ankle hurts. Stop talking to me. But also, come in here and get these four sprays real quick. Because, like, I'm going to answer your questions, but this is not slowing down. Okay? Like, let me get all the nice chains on. Like, let me get this whole thing sprayed down. I don't know where my shirt is. But, uh, you know. <laughs> You know, the older aunt, the whole, it went the whole thing. And uh, I just want to remind the significant others, uh, maybe the ladies of significant others, just ask your significant other to take a shower. And then when they get out and they put on their undergarments to just start interviewing them. That was, that was (laughs) my job yesterday. That, that was my job. And, Thankfully, Travis Kelsey was willing to talk to me while he was trying to um, get back to the training room so they can go through another series of tests, uh, so they can like fully diagnose him. Which again, it is a lower uh, ankle sprain. It's not a high ankle sprain. Um, but I thought the most fascinating detail that he told me, or that he confirmed to me, was he basically did the same thing to start, you know, the, the last practice before the opener against Detroit. He said that he said I felt the same thing. Like I planted, and I overextended myself, and instead of it being my knee this time, it was my ankle, or that basically like the ball of my foot was on the turf, and that hurts. Um, now I know some people are asking me what kind of cologne was he using, guys. I can't go to that level of detail. Um, they don't. He gave those. you four four sprints.
0: That is so much intel. for You gotta, you gotta find your scent yourself, man. People are, people are, are protective over their signature scent.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reveal that level of detail. Um, that's, but look, that's, we gotta cut it off sometimes. We're just in the corner of a locker room, right, right after you took a shower. And hey, man, would you like to tell? Would you like to tell me how you, how you did this? And so I would encourage everybody to read the story on the Athletic. Um. But yeah, he. What it says, signature scent, holiness. <laughs> no. Uh, now I will. I will say Adam. Adam sheehan ass. <laughs> May probably still smells like it. I I, I I took my own shower this morning, and I'm Was sure i Was that the most expensive you've ever smelled,
3: though?
2: Oh, yeah had to think about it. You had to. Re- now we're getting really into the woods. You had to remind me that like, or I have to remind you guys that I've been in NBA locker rooms. What Travis Kelce right. did was, 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 was normal. Was Fair normal. enough. I, nah. uh, it, it, not that anybody needs this visual, but I remember that Rashad, um, oh, what do you think of his name now? Fenton? No, not Rashad Fenton, the basketball Fenton. Um, played in North Carolina. Why can't I not remember this man's name? You um, had to go to the college, that made it, that meant I was not going to get it. Yeah, um, but there was a, there was there Raymond Fenton? Felton, yes, Felton? Raymond Felton. Raymond nah, Felton. Thank you. There we go. Yes, shout out to Raymond Felton. Very very lovely gentleman. I remember Raymond Felton used for an eighty two game season, guys. The ex- same exact scent of lotion, <coughs> and I was just like, there he is, Raymond Felton. You know, and again, also my job interviewing people while they put lotion on themselves again after showering, after exerting themselves for y'all's entertainment. Uh But yeah, but no, it wasn't anything like unusual. I just want to provide a picture for everybody that that is even more colorful than what I can put in the athletic. Like the athletic doesn't care that I <laughs> that I said told, that I said Travis Kelsey told the athletic, comma while. Four sprays of cologne were, we're 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 in, we're in the mist. You say that, but the the aforementioned Alec Lewis one time wrote a story
0: about Mike Matheny, the former Royals manager. At the time, he was the current Royals Ooh. manager. Um, like lubricating the joints of a uh, of an office chair with a bottle of spray sun sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And I swear, man, I've told I I think about this story like once every three weeks, and I hope Alec knows that. Um, it, it reads like <laughs> the beginning of a romance novel. Yes, it's Mike Matheny. <laughs> It's Mike Muthini, just trying to make his chair stop squeaking. It's incredible. Uh, speaking of uh, guys, you'd love to interview in their undergarments. How about Tucker Franklin comes on in and tells us a little bit about our friends at DraftKings?
5: Hey guys, uh, I, I'm glad that you would want to see that. But anyway, how many uh, spritzes
0: for you, Tucker? Real quick, how many spritzes would you?
5: What's your go-to? I'm a four. I'm a four spritz guy. So I'm right there with Draft. Yeah, all the greats. Listen, a good company to be in, truthfully. Uh, And listen, you know what else is a good company to be in is DraftKings Sportsbook as the NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this weekend and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code KCSN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bits expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Back to you, Joshua.
0: I feel even better moisturized
2: right now than I did before that all began. Yes. Can I Can exactly. Can I? Can I say one more thing about Travis Kelsey really quick, oh, Josh? Sure. That's what the show's for. There are two plays, guys. Um, And you should actually go on Twitter because Alec Lewis put up the three plays passes where TJ Hawkinson, the highest paid tight end in the league, a really good player, probably gonna go to the Pro Bowl. There are three plays in the game where the Chiefs are like are on you like white on rice and you gotta catch the ball. And TJ Hawkinson, again the highest paid tight end in the league, didn't catch any of them. Travis Kelsey on a ankle sprain that is recovering from a hyperextended knee. Leaped in the air on a critical third down with a dude's arm in his neck and caught it. Led it on his back, and the ball still didn't move. It's one of the most impressive plays I've seen in Travis Kelsey's career. We were shocked. Not about the whole, like, well, is it a football? And I mean, what are the Vikings doing? And they're challenging that. But I guess, thank you, coach, because we just get to see the replay over and over again of a linebacker in perfect coverage, and Kelsey still caught it. So even though the wide receivers performed better yesterday, even though I know people have asked me, what would I give Kadarius Tony's grade for last, you know, for yesterday's game, I give him a nice beat, a nice beat. That's what the team should be asking of you more often it's unfortunate that they ran a couple plays for him and the Vikings were like you are not fooling us we know he's your number one receiver stop it but um but yeah I mean just Kelsey Kelsey was incredible and Josh I know you've talked about the just remind people how astronomically nuts it is for Mahomes to go dang it Yes, yes just remind them of this play
0: this is this is the other thing, and then I swear I really want to talk about the defense, the defense backs, and make good on our title and everything. But third and eight in the red zone, and you use the word in your story, Nate, that I I said on post game that I wasn't like completely like it it was it none of it made sense, none of it made sense, but none of it ever none does. It. It's a decoy screen to Travis Kelsey, and we also heard Mahomes talk about it more later. He, he kind of broke down what the intention of the play was in trying to get the ball. To Kadarius Tony, uh, you, you you have Travis Kelsey just being a decoy, and in the most obvious, it's like the way Rasheed Rice got his first career touchdown. Like he's Travis Kelsey's hands are like out <laughs> towards Mahomes. Like everybody see my hands pointing towards. The, everybody see I'm gonna catch this. This is for me. Like totally exaggerated. He's never caught a screen pass like that in his life. <laughs> and Mahomes can't go to the first couple options. Kelsey's just standing over there. And as he said, a post game at the podium. He's just back there, and he's going, his his onomatopoeia, not mine, recreated the best of my abilities. Yeah. And And then Travis Kelsey magically appears, as if dropped down from an alien spaceship and just appearing there. Not far downfield, though, mind you. Kelsey right. just takes off at an angle. where Tra- Mahomes is climbing the pocket, like, almost ready to take off, but he wasn't going to get it. He knew this. He's taking off, he gets to the line of scrimmage like he can see the blue line, it's right? Like he's ridiculous. like he's on the like he's watching the game on television. It's crazy that it wasn't until the replay that I was like, hold on a second, like that's he he tiptoed to the line, stops there like with his toes on the blue, and then dumps it off to Kelsey, who is still four or five yards short of the sticks. There are two Vikings defenders bearing down on him, who he splits straight up there through the two for the first down. In the red zone. Seth, it's like. Seth, it's like jazz in an orchestra. It's like you've got all of these highly trained musicians. I'm really leaning into this. I like this analogy. I'm glad I thought Mm -hmm. of it. All performing for detail at the height of their profession for the most specific execution they can give. And then all of a sudden, somebody's playing a little trumpet solo right over, right over the middle, about three yards deep after it started as a fake screen. Wasn't even supposed to beat trumpet in that play.
2: And then that happened. Seth, what was it like from where you were? Um, and did people realize that this was... We should have just told not, Tucker this whole show is going to be about Travis Kelsey. This is not normal. <laughs> that was that play.
1: Because was that the touchdown to put them up two scores or one score? Yes, two, two scores. scores. Yep. that was the That was the dagger. Like, not that touchdown, but that was when everyone around me knew. I actually didn't really sweat the rest of the game. Like, it was over. Like, it, it was, you could just see it. The Vikings just didn't have enough of those plays in them. And that was, um, you know, the, so you got to remember, Vikings fans, unless they, like, like my family watches a lot of Chiefs because, you know, Hope cheers for the Chiefs, Sarah cheers for the Chiefs, I cheered for the Chiefs, like, so they they, they watch them a lot people that don't watch the Chiefs all the time, all they see from the homes are the highlights, which is, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you see the red zone stuff, but what they don't understand is how often it happens per game. I often tell people one reason why people don't understand why Jamal Charles was so great is because his highlights look a lot like highlights of other very good, but not as great running backs. The distinction is with Jamal Charles, it was 15 times a game. It was almost every time he touched the ball and like the freakish consistency of it just over. Like when Jamal Charles got tackled for three yards or less, you were like, well, that was weird. Like, like you were shocked. Who messed up? Yeah. Yeah. Like someone clearly messed up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like when Isaiah Pacheco goes down on first contact, which I, well, it would be like, if that ever happened. That Um, one time he slid, it was, that was alarming. No, the dude next to me, he was such a good guy to watch a game with because he he knew football. Like you could tell he knew the Vikings really well, but he's a pretty standard fan type guy who knows his team, didn't really know. So after after Pacheco's like second carry, he was like, that guy's psychotic. I was like, Yeah, I know. He's nuts. <laughs> that dude's crazy. Like, he has no regard for his safety. Like, honestly, I wish he'd calm down a little. But um, the you could feel it. And because it was, it was, it was, it was, it was just one of those things. They did everything right, and it just didn't right, matter. and it didn't matter. Yeah, and you could see that, and and they had they had gone downfield, and Mahomes just like on a complete side note, I don't know what clicked for him, because I I think I tweeted it like halftime, like well we're now like four quarters into less than stellar play from Mahomes, like or you know average or slightly below average, you know missing that one throw to Watson, by the way every week this is now a justin watson podcast shout out to him cuz justin watson talking about a guy who's just answered every call like every time that phone does not ring much for justin watson but when it rings that thing gets to like br- hello i mean he is just on it <laughs> i think shout out him. in the
2: athletic that he was going to play some tight end if necessary right I- they were going he was going to be tight end 3 with Blake Bill Noah Gray if Travis Kelsey didn't play in the second half, they, they coaching staff told him. And I think I remember Marquez about like Again, this was when they were all making fun of Travis and, you know, obviously praising him for what he did. But Mark West was like, you were going to have to play tiny, which Justin Watson, uh, by the way, has never done. <laughs> did
1: you? And also, did you see his quote on that high point catch? I did not know Justin Watson had this in him. Take the elevator up to the penthouse. Not everyone's access card swipes that high. Come on, that's a great quote. Who uh, who asked? He him that must question. have stole that from someone.
2: Who who asked him that question there, uh, Seth? Oh, was that you? Relatively was... small pool of reporters who were out so... there, Seth. I'm sorry, it was, happy that I'm it was me. You. I said, I you... said, hey man, what is that? What 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 that uh, what that two tap? What what two taps? <laughs> to the helmet. <laughs> what 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 is oh, that? Oh, and then he he just. Oh, I see your one one fastball and no and he... this thing's never coming back. And let me tell you just by this thing's never coming down. No, that thing. No, that was a that
1: was a six hundred footer yes. that crossed the street and broke a window. Yes. That that didn't just land in the bay. That hit a whale that was swimming. <laughs> anyway, when you look at that, by the way, but so like that was an incredible catch. Great job. Justin Watson low key making MVS's role a little less of a big thing. Because if Justin Watson can be an actual legitimate, sometimes deep threat, that's a big deal. Anyway, but that throw also, you really can't put that ball more than like another foot in the air. Because even if you put that ball like another foot in the air, because Watson had the high point as it was. So maybe you can do like another foot some direction. But that is a Like, people ask, what does a franchise throw mean? That. That's like a high-quality franchise throw. And so Mahomes started throwing darts like that again. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, even on his short throws, you started seeing the velocity seem like it was back. Like, you just... Something... I don't know what. I don't know. I I genuinely don't know. But something just started clicking, and it culminated in that touchdown drive. Because it wasn't like Kelsey was carrying them, but Mahomes was suddenly just throwing darts again. And that's been kind of his thing. He hasn't been throwing the ball quite as well, and that like you could feel the air just kind of deflate in like the hundreds of Vitarami. I mean, and a couple of cheese fans and I, because they were they were sprinkled about in my section. We I made eye contact with two or three different people. We we were kind of like, yep, just kind of nodded a little bit. Like, yep, this is it, and like we tacitly agreed. Quietly among us, no communication, Chiefs fans. It was like, we're going to leave them alone from here on. Like this is okay. (laughs) We know it's over. They know it. We know it. They know that we know that they know that we know. So let's all just quietly agree. And I mean, so it was, it was, it was quite a moment in the stadium because it really is. I've, I've only, I've experienced that at Arrowhead, you know, the moment where, where the people in the stadium know. And I've experienced that there, and that is a magical thing because that's when we started really post twenty nineteen, because you saw it. You never knew, yeah. Never like, but yeah, you never knew. Now, and 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 you're not. You're right. Only like, there's like one out of ten times. You're like, holy crud, he failed. But there are just those moments. It's you know, like it's it's. I'm sorry. This is. I I really think this is true. I think it was a similar feeling to when Michael Jordan at the end of the 96 finals, swiped that ball from Karl Malone and started He's dribbling up right of the field.
2: I, yeah,
1: no, and I bet you if you froze time and pulled the Utah fans in that moment as he just calmly dribbled up court and you had made them, you know, you attached them to, you know, Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. You tell me what's going to happen here. 95% of them would have said, MJ's going to drop a dagger here, isn't he? <laughs> And that was, and they knew, and that was the feeling like everyone in the stadium was like, it suddenly was no longer a question of whether they'd score. It's like, okay, can the Vikings get the ball back and score maybe and get it back to a one touchdown lead. And that was a cool moment to, to have with a visiting fan section. It was just, it it was a really, really nice moment to see live. Uh, I'm going to write about that play. By the way, I haven't done an anatomy of a play in a while. And because my time is really short this week. I got to condense stuff down. So I want to write about that play from two angles and probably continue with the symphony or the symphony versus the jazz thing because that's really what the second play is. First play, it's how it's drawn up. That's a symphony. Second play is jazz. Now what makes Travis different is sometimes he just starts playing jazz as soon, soon as the orchestra starts up, but this time it was a little bit into it.
2: As long as you uh, me isn't playing jazz, it's fine. Go ahead, Nate. Right. Th- this is when I have to remind our audience and myself that Jerry Sloan was a... Near Hall of Fame coach, got the Utah Jazz to the NBA Finals twice. And even he was mesmerized to where he just watched this man dribble the ball up the court with Scottie Pippen not having a back, Dennis Rodman wanting no parts of the ball, and just said, yeah, let's let him go one-on-one against us with the entire season on the line. I'm sorry. It's called send two and play three on four. But again, it's not just... Hey, he's right behind you, Carl, and he's taking the ball. It's Jerry. He's walking the ball up.
1: Swarm that
2: double, guy. double team him. Triple. Send team John him. Stockton
1: to take that man's knees out. Because if you tell John what? to do that, I... he would do it. Like,
2: like that it's guy not was a killer. Like, he... like, like Russell's. Like he pushed me. Well, yeah, but. Your coach left you out there. You never gonna get that die. call.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine what Michael Jordan would have had to do to Byron Russell to get that call? He could have he could have set the ball down, pulled a shiv out of his pocket, and just shived Byron Russell right there on the court, picked him all up and shot it. And all the everyone would have ignored it, been like, what a nice called moment by Michael Jordan. Once again, the golden blooded assassin. Byron yeah. Prince appears to be bleeding out on the floor. You know, just like ah. I mean, that was never there was never gonna get called, man. I'm
2: sorry. He's the greatest basketball player we've ever seen. The refs you, wanted him to do that. You could double him, you know. You could you, yeah, could, you send could send a second defender. <laughs> you could Carl again go tackle again. that man. Scotty, I don't care who takes that shot. Scottie Pippen has no back. <laughs> Dennis Robin will not shoot. No. And I don't even know who the other two people on the court were. So how do we lose that game? How? But you
1: can't how? keep Luke Longley undefended. I mean, <laughs> Even
0: Luke hey. Longley's
2: laughing.
1: So. About the
0: defense, yes. Run, yeah, no, no, no. yeah. No, 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 the show's over, guys. No, the show's over. It's about okay. an and change. Tucker made the the title of the video for the stream, Chiefs defense shuts down Justin Jefferson. Are the Chiefs C's legit? They. Are, we, have so seen, we do have notes time. Time. on that. <laughs> we have said Luke Longley's name more than we have said Justin Jefferson. Or
2: Lejarius Snead, or Trent McDuffie, or Justin Reed. I got to get better, Coach. You're right. You're right. <laughs> nothing. 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 I can do. I got to get better. Got to get back in my playbook. Got to get. Got to get. Got. Got to get time management down. Yep. We got to. We got to run more up tempo offense. Got it. Got it. We can trade Seth to the lab for a future sixth rounder, and maybe get
0: just like a wow. partial, a partial Craig, like a car, a, a Craig cameo. I think this show gets back on the rails defensively.
1: Why am I catching the strays here? I can't trust you to talk about defense with me, Seth. You, you only, you only, you are just about fantasy points. In the box. It's vibes, it's it's vibes. About vibes, vibes. It's weird that of all the names you can't remember, Luke Longley is one of them. No, but I mean, Steve Kerr was on that team too. Jed, Jed Bushler, <laughs> he, he came off the bench.
0: I don't even know. I don't think we're going to do another show before the Broncos game. Hey, guys, I probably think not. win. Probably no not. We'll probably do a show on Friday after Chiefs Broncos.
1: Tony Kukoc.
0: As long as Tucker just makes the title of, like, the published video and of the right. podcast, an hour of Travis Kelsey talk, we're fine. I'm And I'm cool with it. That's what I was from. The- no, that's, that's uh, Travis Kelsey Ron
2: Harper. That's SNL. Ron Harper was there too. Nice, nice D and three spot up shooter. Yeah, he yeah he wasn't on the make day him day. make him beat you. Just make him beat yeah. you. Why are we? Why are we? I mean, I it's a, doing, a, this the, is a good bit. No, you guys keep the, doing this bit. And I'll wrap it up. Ninety six finals was almost three decades ago, and and yet sure. Was. And, yet, and, and that's, now, that's why I <laughs> <ready.
1: anybody's laughs> I have the most useless knowledge in my head. Like guys, this is a problem. I literally can't remember things. Because I remember that the year before, they had Brian Williams as one of their centers who had a nice little lefty hook in the middle of the paint. And I can't unver- I can't unremember <clears throat> un- un- those things. And Look, my I- family suffers. Fans suffer.
2: You know, I thought Kirk Cousins played well. No turnovers. <laughs> got the ball out on time. Knew when the blitz was coming. Gave his receivers a chance. They just didn't catch the ball. You know, they just didn't catch the ball.